Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rother United podcast. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we have one of our favourite episodes of the year, which is our pre-season predictions. It means very close to the start of the season. And in May, it's going to be a good old time to laugh at how terrible some of these predictions are. And I promise you, they will be terrible. Um, so there we go. Uh, we have a full house, more than a full house with us. First of all, we have Mick. Hello, Mick. Uh, hello. Mick's ill, so bear with him tonight. <laughs> I've got, got COVID. I've got COVID, so I'm 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 isolating, as you can tell. <laughs> I, as you can tell, you look exactly the same as you normally do. Uh, yeah, that's true. Actually, uh, just I'm 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 ill, so if I keep coughing, I apologise. Any sympathy is gratefully accepted because uh, I'm not getting any <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> I, I I I think you've come to the wrong place for sympathy. Anyway. Yeah, I, I think so. No, to be honest. <laughs> uh, ben, you were ill the other day, but you're fine now, aren't you? You're full back to back yeah. to full fitness today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully. I think Nick's milking it a little bit if I'm in my opinion. I'm not too <laughs> sure though. Uh, but yeah, I'm fine. Whatever. Okay. Um Danny's with us. Are you are you are you alright, Danny? Let's ask if I was those two. Are you alright, Danny? Yeah, I'm fine, mate. I'm buzzing for tomorrow. Managed to bag two with the last tickets. But I'm buzzing. <laughs> yeah, Euros uh, semi-final. Uh, it's Bramall in, isn't it? Mm. This is a shame, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have Lewis with us. Lewis always here for the predictions episode. I think you for joining us, Lewis. No worries at all. No worries at all. Very tired today after tram lines, but I'm uh, <laughs> raring to go. <laughs> So everybody's everybody's tired or excited for tomorrow. So there may be some procrastinating, and you know, attentions may not be going everywhere today. But we are going to do a predictions episode. We've got like six, seven categories that we're going to go through. Um, in a moment, we will go through those, and then we'll talk about what we think is going to happen, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. First of all, we want to give a shout out and a thanks to Kev Johnson for organising the Legends Night that we all went to on Thursday. Um, we streamed it. I think it went all right. I think I think a lot of people would have, would have listened to that. If you haven't already, you should listen to that because some great stories from Guy Branson, Ronnie Mobb, Ben Pringle, John Brecken, and Mark Todd. Um, it was brilliant. Raised over six thousand pounds. They've, they've been raised, which is brilliant for other masters. Um, and he's going to be doing another one towards Christmas, which is going to be "Wish You a Merry Miller" for a Christmas-themed um, Legends Night type thing. So keep your eyes out for that uh, because. If it's out like the one we've just been to, it'll be worth going to, to be honest with you. It, it was so good. Uh, Danny, it's also give another shout out for Rotham Hospice fundraising efforts that you guys did for the charity game. You've got, you got your total, haven't you? Yes, we've got our total raised from the event itself. This isn't including auctions that we've still got ongoing. Uh, and we've raised £1,502. So, absolutely fantastic effort from everybody involved with that. We were saying if we get 500, we're happy for a first-time event. 
and 1500 has completely blown out of the water what we thought this event was going to be and if we make it bigger and better next year who knows how much money we could raise so thank you to everybody who bought raffle tickets uh, came to the event itself thanks to everybody who was involved with the event on the day as well absolutely top effort from everybody brilliant brilliant stuff unbelievable stuff for everybody very very well done to both involved for both events uh very very good we need to talk about before we record the last episode we hadn't confirmed the signing of grant hall uh that was rumored to be done so we sort of need to cover that off really um mick thoughts on grant hall it seemed like a good signing uh what are your thoughts on on it, on the signing or a loan sign until the end of the season oh well, precisely that um it, it is good signing it's, it's an experienced championship defender um you know and, and we've, we've said right from the start of this uh sort of build up to this campaign that we we're not convinced that woody's going to be playing a huge amount this season um so so yeah we, we needed somebody with that experience to be able to drop in there and uh, and this lad's certainly got it so yeah I, I, it's it's a good signing it's, it's no doubt it's a good signing for us and uh hopefully i mean we just listened to warning on radio sheffield there's potentially another one coming in um in that position um so all good stuff, all good stuff. Mm, yeah. Ian Bradley says, Hall provides the experience we need at the back. Yeah, he does. Uh, I think Richard Woolworths will play a good amount of minutes this season. Uh, Louis, Louis, but I mean, Grant, uh, Grant Hall was already the captain. It was only a friendly, but he had, he had the armband at crew for the first half. He's clearly filling in that role. We needed to replace Icky's leadership. You forget about Icky is on the pitch. His leadership role it was important to, fill, to sort of fill. I think that's what Grant Hall sort of provides, I think. We could have lost Lewis. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think he was back. QPR's <laughs> captain. I'm a back. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. QPR's captain previously. Um played mm. good man for their man's and middles. Um I think he's is he twenty eight? So he's thirty now, I think. Yeah, decent, he's 30, decent. Yeah. Is it thirty now? Okay. Um yeah, you, you don't play that many I mean that many games at championship if you're if you're rubbish, basically. Then that mm. level of teams as well. Um, we are West Australia's defence being inexperienced in championship as well, which is a, a valuable signing, definitely. Mm. Yeah, completely agree. Danny, anything to add on, on that signing or potentially who the other signing may be? Um, with Grant Hall, he's already been described as like a younger version of Woody. So if we've got two Richard Wood uh, in our side, happy as Larry, me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you say, he provides vital championship experience at the back. Um, I think him and Woody will be very interchangeable next season. And like you say, we needed to fill the role that Icky had. And <laughs> quite funnily enough, he's got Icky's old number. Um, so I think it is an improvement in the number 20 department, if I'm honest. Um, because Grant Hall brings an absolute bucket load of champ experience, like we've said. Um, he was QPR's captain for a time. Um, didn't quite good that well at Middlesbrough for him. But now he's come here and, yeah, shoring up the defence. And like we've just said, looks like we're going to shore it up even more with a potentially another loan, I think is what Warney said, on Radio Sheffield. Another loan centre-back, this time left-footed, so it's a bit more cover for McCart on that left-hand yeah. side. Um, he spoke to a player today who seems very keen on coming here. His agents seem all right with it. Unfortunately, his parent club want us to pay an astronomical percentage of his wage, which we are not willing to do. This is a shame, so I hope something gets sorted. Um, he's also looking at bringing in a striker and a midfielder, plus the centre-back on the left side. So he says he hopes for another three or four before the end of the window. He's uh, not going to hold his breath on the utility player that he wants to come in. But he'd be happy with three. And the thing that really raised my eyebrows is that he's positive. Well, he says there's positive signs that we could get one before Saturday as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Ben, final Grant Hall, he's got a point to prove. And I know he's 30 years old and he's got a bucket load of experience, but he's had two years, I think it's two years at Middlesbrough. And it's been a little bit of a disaster. I think he's played like 12 league games in two seasons because of one thing or another. So he's not just coming here to play the games he's coming here to prove that he's still a championship player and that's uh, that's a great motivation for a player not only to play good for himself but to show everybody else that he's still a good player yeah definitely I mean obviously he's got 
championship experience, but you know, it's no good having experience if you don't know how to use it. There's mm-hmm. no good having experience if you're not a good player. Um, I think people could sometimes forget that. You know, he's got experience, yeah, but is he a good player? So it's all about high performance pitch, isn't it? And obviously he's got something to prove, which is always always good. Um so yeah, I don't really know much about him. Obviously I've heard the name because he's been he's 30, like you say, thirty years old, he's been at some clubs and played well at some clubs, but I don't know. It's kind of hard it's hard to tell, isn't it? If he's got something to prove then uh probably be a good player. I agree. Uh, well, before we come to preach, Ian Bradley wants a question for everybody. Question for everybody. Is it okay to be concerned about the recruitment five days between the season starts? I will start off by saying if what Danny's saying is right, which I agree with, one is to three or four players, there's nothing to be worried about because three or four players are not going to change your season, Mick. Or it's likely that those three or four players are not going to change the season. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? And I've been just listening to Warney on, on Radio Dida. It, it, it's it's quite interesting the, the the hoops that the club have to jump through that you, that, I, that are not immediately apparent to us as supporters. You know, when you start looking at agents, you start looking at um, how much the agent wants, how much the player wants, how much the club wants, all these sorts of things, and then agents obviously playing one club off against the other and and, and all that. These are all stuff that you've got to deal with over and above. Is the player suitable? Is it somebody we need? Does he going to fit the system? Is he going to fit? In with the group of players, you know all these criteria that that you're know, having to tick off um, before you can even think about getting somebody through the door. So, I think particularly what the way Warney Warney and his team, the type of person that that they like to uh, they like to bring in, that kind of adds another layer of obstacles to getting people mm-hmm. through the door. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm not worried about it. I've not been worried about it, to be honest with you, because I'm, I'm I'm happy that ultimately we'll get what we need. Um, and and it's been mentioned in the comments a couple of times. You know, lots and lots of other clubs are finding the same, finding themselves in the same situation. You know, with four or five days to go the season, and they've not they've not got all the players that they want. Um, I suspect part of that. Is, is because a lot of clubs are throwing money about, not a lot of clubs, but c- certain clubs are throwing money about like it's going out of fashion, aren't they? You know, so so that's gonna that's potentially going to cause an issue in in transfer market because players are going to be wanting bigger money, and mm. you know they're going to have to wait um, until, until the very end when they realise they're not going to get it. So I don't know. I've, I'm talking around in circles a little bit, aren't I? But you know, you I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried at the moment. I've been worried uh, any, any... if we're down to thirteen players. Any of you three uh, concerned, or is it just as Mick covered everything? Fine. No, no, not really. Like there's still five five weeks until the, the transfer window yeah, is short, so. and there's a loan window yeah. as well. After that, mm. I know it's. It gets a bit. I can see why people are being concerned because the season starts next this week. But it's always going to be tough when the season starting early anyway. Less mm. time for it. Not that there's any club to get all, all the targets in. And imagine the loan market won't really start until the season starts to see where, where players fit into their their systems and stuff. And I think, mm. as Warren rightly says, our actual 11 is pretty solid now. It's just about the depth. But I'm not, unless we get like seven injuries this week. We're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all done, Lewis. You've jinxed that. Well done, mate. Cheers for that. You can blame me if that actually happens. <laughs> um, Grace, Kelly, Grace Kelly's on a trans account. She says that Chio is fine. She's been shopping with him in Primark today. So there's some mm-hmm. team news for everybody for Saturday. I wouldn't, this isn't the preview show for Saturday, but you know, that's good news. Cheers all up there. Thank you very much. Right, but let's move on. Interesting that I said hello to Chio. Training ground on Friday, and he seemed quite yeah. fit. So um, must have been just a batter cold or something. Did you tell him on his way to Primark? <laughs> no, I didn't. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. just asking. Yeah, and and Ian Brad, just to point out the, the careers of the transfer window. Ian Bradley points out that Ipswich have paid almost a million pounds for a nineteen-year-old kid, twenty appearances in his entire career. Um, yeah, that's so out that's of character. Yeah. But that's I mean, the market we're dealing with. That's a League One club. 
that you yeah. deal with yourself. He's hit it quick. He's hit quick. Because obviously it worked for them before, so they're just going to do it again, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we've yeah. spent 500k and I'm happy we all seven are our signings. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Prediction time. So we have how many categories we've got? We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different categories that we're going to go through. Um, and yeah, we'll see how it goes out and see what we say. Uh, and then we'll make up we argue with somebody and Ben will cry. It'll be, it'll be great. It'll be fun. <laughs> Tears on stream. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first category is who do we think at the end of the season will be the player of the season? So who do you think? Now, while if there's any more thinking time needed, I will allow a caveat to this. So if you pick somebody and they leave before the 31st of August, you can change your player. If we sign somebody before the 31st, you can change to that player. But I, I, I think that's unlikely anyway. Um, so there's some caveats. Those are for, those are for all the individual stars. So Mick, you'd like to go and say something? Does that mean we're going to have another another predictions, post-prediction prediction episode? Well, if, you, if you're going to change, you just need to let us know we'll change it and then we'll, we'll tell them that it will change. <laughs> all right, then. All right. Okay. Um, submit so, it in writing. Yeah, and it needs a 24-hour notice period. Yeah. Uh, and you get, a, you get a three-day cooling-off period as well. Right, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Mick, first off, who are you picking as player of the season? Um, I think uh, I'm going for Dan Barlasser. I'm going for Dan Barlasser because I, he's going to get a lot more time on the ball this season. He's going to, and, and, and that's going to be so dangerous. It's going to make him so, so dangerous. Um, so for me, Dan Barlasser. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to copy Brian Vernon. I've said Peter Kyoso is my pick. Uh, I think it's going to be a defender. We're going to be under Kosh a good amount of time. Um, Kyoso sort of fills the Wes Harding role of last time, I think. Maybe not as good defensively, but I, I wanted to pick a keeper, but I can't pick who's going to play. It, so I couldn't pick either one of those. So that, I've gone Peter Kyoso for that one. Um, next on my list is Benjamin. Who have you picked for player of the season, Ben? Uh, Barlasser. Dan Barlasser. Is there a theme coming on here? Well, I, I wrote Dan originally Kelly, but I changed it to Barlasser. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Lewis, have you picked Barlasser as well? No, no, I've gone for Chio. <laughs> I've gone for Chio. Um, I think last, last, obviously, last season championship, I think a fair. Crack at whip, I think yeah, we've really fit for like felt like one game at the end of the season. Um yeah, I think is if he's kept fit, his pace will cause some teams nightmares this this season. And um hopefully get some more assists under his belt as well and some good some goals as well. Get a few million more pounds on his price tag that's <laughs> too low for <laughs> some people. Yeah. Brilliant, that'd be, that'd be nice. Uh Danny, your last one on the list. Who have you picked for uh, player of the season? I'll start by saying I know the exact exchange Lewis is on about on Twitter because that were absolutely <laughs> glorious to see. All the Swansea fans <laughs> crying. Um, but yeah, I've gone for Chio as well. Um, <clears throat> I think it will surprise a few. If we play him on the right-hand side, it's um, a position he does want to give both barrels to because that was where he was meant to play in the Championship last season until he got cut short with injury. But basing it off what Warney said on Radio Sheffield, Chio will be played a bit more forward this season in more or less his island position. And you've seen YouTubers already comment on our season. Surprisingly, a lot of them have actually had us to stay up, which is nice to see. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's a YouTuber called The Irish Guy who used to be with HITC Sport. Uh, he's obsessed with Chio. He says he's going to have an absolutely incredible season. He's going to bang in 15 goals, this, that and other. And it's like <laughs> a bit too ambitious for me, but I still think Chio will cause all sorts of problems this season and will probably just edge player of the season over a defender, I think. I think he'll edge it because he's played a bit further forward, a bit more freedom, a bit more time on the ball. And I think he'll be able to work his magic. Fair enough. Uh, we've got comments. Ian Bradley says it'll be Ben Wiles. Naden D says Georgie Kelly. Uh, AJ K with a, with a left field, Hakima Dauphin. Very interesting. Uh, mm. Mike Miller says same as me, one of the keepers. Can't split them. John C thinks it'll be Lindsay. YouTube says Lindsay. I think Lindsay's actually a very good shout. If, if, 
they were very good last time, weren't they? Um, mm. I think it's a good shout. Mm. Uh, Will Roebuck says, where is the Ben Wiles fan club? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We've left Ben Wiles out. Um, Geraldine Simpson says the same. For her and Harvey Kelwick with a different one, says Cameron Humphreys. Um, mm. Interesting. Right. The next category I have is breakout star. So this is not necessarily, this is not a youth player because there's Young player of the year is going next one. This can be somebody who, literally anybody, you could pick Richard Wood for this one technically because you think he's going to take his performance to another level. It's sort of what is sort of the, the, the category. Uh, I think I know whoever's going to pick for this, to be honest with you. Um, Daniel, let's go from bottom to top from my, my list. Who are you saying as breakout star? Georgie. Has to be. Has to be. Is any, I'm going to stop you there. Is anybody else not saying Georgie Kelly for the breakout star? Me. Ben's not. Okay. Finish what you're saying, my last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Danny. Finish what you're saying, mate. Yeah. Um, so a lot of a lot of people have commented that Georgie is still very raw when it comes to football in England. Um, you can see that in pre-season, he's still very raw with his positioning and he's challenging for the ball in the six-yard box. But there's something about him. That I don't know what it is, but he's built in his head just know where the goal is. You know, you know what I mean. They, they just mm. know. It, it's like it's not connected to his body. They just know where the goal is. And as we know, strikers only have a good season if they're banging at least thirty in a season. I don't think Georgie will get thirty, but I think he will play a more important part than people give him credit for, especially in the opening few games where we've got Ko Denise out. And I think he will really shine for us. He'll just be there and just get goals. And I think he will be a breakout star. Mm. That's exactly right. I picked him. Lewis, Mick, uh, you've both done Kelly, haven't you? I have, yeah. Cool. Anything to add on what Danny's just said? Because I before pre-season, I thought he were nailed on for a loan. That was where. Mm. But after yeah. watching him in pre-season, I've been one. It's been I've been most impressed by him really. His, mm. his older play seems to have got a lot better, and he know, certainly knows where net is. Um, so it won't surprise me. I don't. I'm surprised if he gets like eight to ten goals this year, which would be a great return considering he's a mm. no. Well, a nobody in terms of no one really knows him yeah. apart mm. from forty-five minutes against Gillingham. Yeah, I think the key to it is going to be is if if we create the number of chances we created last time we were up in Championship, then mm. then. He'll, he will easily make double figures. There's no question about that because that is the type of player that he is. Those chances that we created and missed so many of last time are the type of chances that Georgie Kelly quite clearly thrives upon. Um, so, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, if you could, you could, if you count how many from, like, if you went through last championship season and counted how many tappings were missed by Smithy and, and, and Freddie, you know, we, it would have kept us up comfortably, genuinely comfortably kept us up. Look um, at XG, when we were 13th or something like that. Something ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, and that, 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 that momentum, that expected goal momentum carried on into League <laughs> One season. So it's yeah. clearly, clearly a trait to this team. Uh, mm. So, fingers crossed. Um, I was going to go for Talaji Bowler, I'll be honest, but I, I'm not 100% convinced he's quite there yet. Uh, I think Georgie Kelly, yeah, definitely for me. Fair enough. And we have Ben, who has not picked George Kelly. So, uh, Benjamin, who are you picking as a breakout star? Uh, I picked Kyoso. Okay. Mm. Good Kyoso. call. I didn't pick Kelly. I didn't pick Kelly because obviously it's his first year uh, being a professional. Footballer, and I'm not. I'm not saying I. I, I don't know where I, I put Kelly down for top scorer and player of the season, but I, I changed it because I changed it because I. I don't know how he's going to play because I've only seen him play 105 minutes, 90 of them against Parkgate, so I don't count. You know, he, he looked poor against Killingham in my opinion, so I, I haven't really seen him. Uh, so I, that's I, it's kind of unfair to put him down, and then he, you know, he, he turned out to not, not to be very good. So, uh, I. I might change my mind. Obviously, I can't change my prediction, but I kind of—I don't know. I didn't want to pick him because I don't know how he's going to play. Uh, if that makes sense, I don't know how good he is. I'm going to have to see him in person. Obviously, I'm not a football manager, so I don't—I won't be able to make you a know. scouting report. You know, <laughs> but, um, I'll just tell you my opinion after three years. 
Yeah, there is the power meds UK says Kelly doesn't mess around like Smith used to. He has a homing beacon that can find in it anywhere. And fair way, Will, I think when we Will Daniels was on, was on our show when we signed him, he he's watched he's watched him a bit, and he basically said that he will attack anything that's between the box and the and the goal. And that's for so far, that's exactly what he's seen. Mm. Um, yeah, it's exciting and it's preseason, and like I say this every year, no one's gone wrong yet, and that's why we're quite excited. <laughs> for him, <I> think. <laughs> um. Yeah, so there we go. That is the breakout star. The next category is possibly the hardest category, uh, young player of the year. Um, it's not a desperately young squad, to be honest with you. Um, the, category, the, the ruling we normally go is below 20, 20, 20, below 23 at the start of the season. That's what we normally go for as young player. Um, so we'll see how this goes. Um, Mick, who have you gone for as young player this season? Um, I, I've gone for a player who probably I, I, I probably won't even get a game. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I've gone for De Rose. Um I think he's been blooded in this pre-season and, and I, I wonder whether if, if he doesn't go out on loan or if we're not as successful as we would like to be in the transfer market, he may well make that first-team squad. And if he does, I think he'll shine. Um, so that, that's who I've gone for. I might be way wild at my, wide at mark there. Entirely possible. That's what we do, though, isn't it? Ben? Yeah. I put uh, Humphreys. Humphreys? Yeah. I think he's 23. Uh, Hang on, let me check. <laughs> he is 23. He'll be 24 at the end of August. Uh, uh, it's 23, uh, though, isn't it? Uh, it's 20, he is 23 uh, at the start of the season, technically. So if you want to come, um, come in, Humphreys, I'll let you have him. I don't, yeah, I'd pick Humphreys because I don't really know anyone else in 23. Okay. He didn't bat the skin of his teeth. Uh, <laughs> Lewis. I've gone for Keo, though. Um, he's, he's 22. I, I had a quick look and there's only like six players under mm. 23, really, in squad. Yeah. And Keo still stood out for me from what I've watched him against us for MK Dons last year and bits I've seen him from pre-season as well. I think he'll set up to shine, especially in our system. Mm. Um, I think he's... Fingers crossed, is like a dead cert to hit the ground running. Yeah, I agree. I've gone Kyoso as well. I, I, I like you. I really struggled for this category. It's the only one I struggled for, really. Uh, there just isn't that many, other than the real kids, which I don't think will play many games. Um, Danny, who have you gone for for the t- uh, young player? Yeah, again, this is one I struggled with as well. Um, but for me, I'm g- I'm gonna have to go with Josh Kyoud. I think uh, if he was mm. fit, it. He'd probably go out on loan this summer. Maybe not. Maybe this is his time to actually have a do at the Championship. And now that he's injured until the season's already started, he might play more of a role, at least until January. Mm. And, um, yeah, I think KO could step up this season. He's had a little bit of a first-team run in League One last season. And so this season, it could be his next step up in his development as well. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a bad shout. Um, I think if I think if JJ went on loan and got loads of goals for somebody else, I think we could possibly count him as a young player of the year, even though it's not for us. We might be able to count that at the end of the season as well, possibly. Um, so in the, in the comments, we've got Ben Wiles, who I think we could have had, but I don't consider him a young player anymore. That's the problem for Ben Wiles. Uh, Baz says bowler. <laughs> Brian Vernon says Woody. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kim Woodyard says Kyoso. We've gone for John S. Says Mackenzie Warren. Ian Bradley thinks Josh Curry will come good this season. Will Robux says Mick Bowler's twenty three. Fancy him? Uh, I might, I might end up being that bloke out at fast show. It probably just changes his mind every time somebody gives him a suggestion because I am quite <laughs> fancying that now. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to change my mind. Thanks, Will. I'm going to go for Bowler. It's a ledgy Bowler. <laughs> I think if he gets his chance this season, he will. He, he won't lose a play. He won't lose his place. Okay. So I'm going for Ledgy Bowler. I've crossed it out and I put it on my list. I'm making notes. Yeah, it's all right. I've got it here. I'm a, we're making list, Anna. Um, Cheers, Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done. Thanks, thanks, Will. Don't suggest what else, though, because I'll, <laughs> I'll change my mind again. <laughs> um, right, next category we have is top scorer. Um, now, I think we're going to see some differences in this one. I'll start with this one. Uh, I've gone Tom Eaves. Um I think when we talked to the whole fan that he didn't get chances created when he created when Hull created chances, he scored some goals, not many obviously, but he 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 knows where the back of the net is if you create stuff for him. 
Um, not ideal he's injured, but I've gone for Tom Eves anyway. Um, ben, I'll start with you this time. Top scorer. I went, I went Tom Eves. But I, I think if it, it kind of depended on Kelly because I, I don't, I'd obviously had no one knows how Kelly's season's going to go. Um, I, I think if Kelly, I think it well could be Kelly. Uh, I'm not going to be annoyed if it is Kelly because I kind of had that. But I think Eves, I'm going to have to say Eves because I just have to say Eves. I don't think, it, yeah, Eves. <laughs> you just, you're just saying Eves over and over again. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to say, I don't, I don't think that Kelly's not going to be top scorer, though, if that okay. makes sense. I, I well think, I think Kelly could well so, be so top scorer. 21 for Eves, but, 20 for Kelly. No, it, it all depends on Kelly. I think if Kelly, if Kelly's uh, performed how he's performing in preseason, then Kelly easily. But if he, you know, if he acts like it's his first season in professional football, then I think he's going to score more. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Lewis, who do you fancy? I've gone for Eves as well. I could have quite stayed with Miyuta. I could have quite easily gone for Kelly, but you just don't fully know what you're going to get from him. I just feel like Eves is a safer bet, especially how we mm. play as well. We, Balls into box and stuff. I think he'll thrive off that and get to get a decent chunk. Yeah, like it, Danny. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say Tom Eaves as well. Um, mainly because he sort of suits our system more than he suits Hull, suited Hulls. You know, we get more balls in the box than Hull do. Would not necessarily you know have a massive turnover of possession all the time. You know, we will try and craft a chance from at, at wide or nipping inside with Ogbeni or whoever's in that um, like number 10 sort of position. Um, but yeah, I think Eves will latch on to balls in the box, um, as will Kelly, to be fair. Mm. But I think as Eves being the more established striker, shall we say, I think he'll um, know when to attack it rather than just attacking everything and he'll know when to take his chances. But I do also think Georgie will chip in with a fair few this season and will be like... Um, dark horse of the team, if you like. Mm. Yeah, uh, Mick, are you going to give us a full sweep of Tom Eves, or are you going to pick some? No, different? Tom Eves were never really in my consideration, and I don't really know why. Probably he's just out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, isn't it? Really, with him being injured and everything else. Uh, I, I, a toss up for me between Connor Washington and Georgia Kelly, um, <laughs> and, and at the moment, just because of I can't see past Georgia Kelly, I, I can't. Um, until until he comes in and has a couple of bad games and you know uh, you know loses a bit of confidence or whatever, I can't see past Georgie Kelly. So that, that's my pick. Fair enough. Don't, uh, I'm surprised I'm Washington. But anyway, go there. Uh, because I, I, I quite fancied Washington as well because um, I think he's going to create a lot of problems, a mm. lot of problems. Uh, but I, I don't know whether he's going to get as much game time. I, I, I think the, the one thing we can well, ho- hopefully agree on is that all of the strikers will chip in with goals this season. Like, mm-hmm. There's not necessarily the goal scorer like there was with mm. uh, with Smith last season, but I think they'll all chip in steadily like with... Uh, where's the comment gone? Uh, the one from Brian Vernon saying most of the squad will chip in, even Wiles maybe getting 13 or so. <clears throat> Yeah, mm. because we know there are goals that come from midfield with Wiles and Barlasser. Uh, or Benny can certainly score a screamer, so he might chip in with a few. Um, I reckon Washington and Kelly will chip in with a few. Eves might just nudge it. But that's the thing we need to consider for this season. Where will the goals come from? And I think that may have been where some fans have been worried with it. Like They can't see where the goals are going to come from. And that's yeah. because we don't have the, the top goal scorer per se, like we had with Michael Smith. We've just got like a little collection of the all shipping steadily, but they won't sail off with a goal tally sort of thing. If they all yeah. sort of nestle around 15 to 20, we'll be fine, I think, mm. because then you've got two or three players getting between 15 and 20. That's where your goals will come from. Um, and... <laughs> not really scoring goals, but certainly conceding them has been our issue in the championship, especially when we've been going down. But up front is just as important. I think if we get a fair number of goals, we should should 
be okay. It's a great prediction season, isn't it? There's so much uh, <laughs> optimism about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it, when we went down last time, Colt, it was the first time ever that our goals, uh, our defence uh, wasn't the problem. I think it was the lowest amount of goals we've ever had in the championship, or certainly the lowest amount we had in a long time in the championship. Other than the horrific season, it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, goal scoring is the problem. Goal scoring was the problem, is the problem. We relied heavily on Matt Crooks, who is we all know, we all agree, is a brilliant player, but he's not a finisher, is he? And Michael Smith, as much as good as he a player, is, is not a finisher, and that's what cost us last time at championship. Um, I, hope, I think we've got some finishers at the club this time. I hope, anyway. Um, Baza says Chio. Neil Bolton says Colt Stockton. Um, Jim uh, Hayward thinks JJ. Uh, James Finney says Kelly Washington. Uh, Sean Greaves says Kelly tied with Eves. Uh, James Finney points out young player of the year that we could have had Jake Hull, young player of the year. Yeah. Um, it, it, it'd just be game time for Hull. Yeah. I know he's more in the first team fold, but. Would, will he play a lot of games when we've got, you know, Hall, Woods, uh, Humphreys, Harding, uh, McCart, all in that centre-back line? Maybe, mm. maybe not. He's certainly a very decent backup, I think. Mm. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, the next category we have is top assists. Um, this is when we chucked in last year. Um, I think Barlasa, did Barlasa win it last year? I yeah, Barlasa won it. Mm. Seven, uh, I think. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. That is where we're going to start. Michael, who gets top assist for you this season? Uh, uh, I'll agree with Chio. I'm going to go with Chio. Yeah, particularly because he's playing further forward. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. They nearly got it last year. It was very, very close Mm. to to winning that. So I think with him playing uh, slightly less defensively, um, I think uh, I'm going with Chio, definitely. Fair enough. I've got exactly the same. I've gone sure. Um Benjamin? I uh, put Barlasser. Because he, he takes corners and set pieces and it gets normal assists as well. So I've gone Barlasser. I like playing the percentages. I like it. Yeah. Uh Lewis. I've gone Wiles. Um I think it were, were close. It were close last last year. I think he came second last year. And he's gonna have much more space. In the in advanced role this year, in the in championship, so I think he'll uh, they'll be right up there. I think. Mm, there we go, Danny. Uh, I'm <clears> going <throat> to go out on a limb here and say Kioso. <laughs> oh, I like it because he's got that tucked on the right on the right hand side, mm. and if um, Ogbeni is playing further forward, then it'll be Kioso and possibly Ferguson or Bramble on the left hand side, who will be your into the mixer players. So if we get the ball out to Kyoso and he gets the ball in the box and then it lands on, say, Eve's head, then I reckon Kyoso could be up there with the assist number. Mm. Not a bad shout, to be fair. Kim Haywood thinks Washington. I don't think he'll be far off. Ian Bradley says Barlasser, along with Andrew Kelly. Russ Vernon says Barlasser. Brian Vernon says Barlasser. John, John C with the left field shout of Shane Ferguson, which I don't think is a bad shout. He can take some set pieces at times as well. Good um, shout. Very good shout. Um, and Shaw Green finishes with Chio on that one as well. I think most people go Chio or Barlas. I think they're the two obvious ones, aren't they? Um, other than Danny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. This one is a new one. Uh, there's a couple of new categories we've chucked in this year. Total goals scored for Rotherham United. Now, this is this this could end up being a tiebreaker at the end of the season. The person's closest wins. Um, but yeah, there we go. Total goals scored. Um, yeah. I have. I'll start for this one. I've gone fifty. Big round number, fifty goals. I think. Uh, Danny, what do you think? Um, sorry, just just turn my camera off whilst me uh, my mum comes through because she's had far too many people check around and go, "Oh, I've seen you come through on the podcast." <laughs> um, but yeah, I've said uh, fifty-two. Um, fifty-two in the league, fifty-six all competitions. I think. Um, and I've been looking, I put this number down before having a look at the last five seasons in the Championship. And 53 kept us up um, when we came 21st with 49 points. And then when we went down just before COVID, we'd scored 52. Mm. Um, so I think 50 and upwards should see us over the line. So my guess is 52 in the league. 
Fair enough. Uh, Lewis? I'm going 54, I put. Um, we were 44 we got last time. Hmm. Um, like Danny said, we need to be up over 50, I think, to be uh, in a good position. So hopefully we get 55 exactly, 54 exactly. Yeah, I think I took a point per goal. Thank you very much. We'll play that role this season. That'll do me. Um, Mick, what do you think? Uh, I've gone 61. Um, because I think we will continue to create the chances and I think we'll take more of them this season. So I've gone 61. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. Ben? 56. 56. But I'm glad we've all gone different numbers because that would have been a terrible tiebreaker had we gone for the same ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, in the comments, we've got Kim Hayward says 40, Jerry Lenson says 57, Paramount UK 52, uh, Harvey Cook's 55. All about the same numbers. Sean Green says 61. So all about the same. I think we're all in the, all in the same ballpark, I think, which I think is fair enough. Um, so this last one, next next one, this isn't the last one, a couple more to go after this. Who, which rather player player will play the most minutes throughout the last throughout the season? I think last season was Icky, I think. Um, Icky or Smith, I can't remember now. Anyway, um, so who will play the most minutes? As always, we go tra- we use transfer markets because <coughs> arguments stick up with them uh, at the end of the season. Um, Benjamin, who, which one the right player plays the most league minutes? I should point out, Barlasser, Dan Barlasser. Okay, would you like to say why I don't think that's going to be the case? Why? When there's a problem, Paul One always sacrifices Dan Barlasser. He is the sacrificial lamb for any changes. <laughs> um, Although that could, that could change. change this season. That's with, true. Um, with Ollie Rathbun being not not to knock him or anything, but being the least experienced in the championship. True. But I, I, I see the point for sure. Mm. <laughs> you sticking with Ben? Oh yeah, yeah. I still get it in my mind. Okay, no fair offense. enough. <laughs> I would just, I wouldn't. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Dan Balls, you said Mick. You're on mute, Mickle. Fantastic. Well done. <laughs> Brilliant. I was going to go with Ali Rathbone uh, initially, uh, mm. but then I realised we were in Championship, so he's going to be sent off in the first week because he tackles players. So, True. so that's not going to work. Um, so. And, and and I know a couple of people have mentioned in the comments about keepers, but I think they'll interchange throughout the season. Um, so I'm going to go with Ben Wiles. I think Ben Wiles, if he, he, he stays fit, he'll play virtually every game this season for me. Fair enough. I went Ollie Rathbun. I think he'll play virtually every game, apart from the game. Yeah, but he'll get sent off, won't he? I know yeah, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> He's clever enough to learn his lesson, though, isn't he? I think if he does it once, he'll learn. Uh, well, he's not yeah, an idiot. but he's not an idiot. But we're not we're not dealing with normal sets of circumstances. We're talking about championship referees. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, you have you have got a point. Right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, uh, who have I not asked, Lewis? What do you think? I've gone Wiles as well. I agree with Mick. I think he'll if he stays fit, he'll be basically every game he'll be starting. Um, if it's as good as what we're going to think it's going to be this year, I think it's going to be undroppable basically. So, mm. good shout, uh, Danny. Uh, I've gone for Wiles as well. Um, <laughs> I think it will definitely be um, sort of our engine in the midfield, and, and certainly in the championship because we get a lot more time on the ball just how from how the division works. And I think it'll be. Probably Wiles playing further forward than the n- normal midfield too, so I think mm. he will just play more naturally, you know. Um, but yeah, big season ahead for Wiles. I think if we keep hold of him, he'll make the most appearances easily. Um, and from the noises that I've heard, we pro- probably will be keeping hold of him as well. Mm. Yeah, barring a. A significant bit, but but, but uh, barring someone just slapping the checkbook on the table and saying, "What will it take for you to for us mm. to take take him off you?" I think he will stay for this season. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Very very much agreed. Um, I think I've got everything for that one. Yeah. Okay. Finished position. Um, now a lot of people are predicting us to struggle outside of us. Um, since twenty fourth, mentioned by a couple of people. I don't think you'll see many 24th on this podcast, but we'll see. 
Uh, Danny, we'll start. We'll finish with you. Let's start. Let's start with you. Where's where's where are we actually going to finish? Anything above twenty first <laughs> will do for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you say, a lot of people have said, "Oh, you know, Rob, we're going to go down this, that, and other." And it's only really the accounts that have analysed historical data plus various other variables uh, that have got us staying up. I think it's just the common practice that, oh, Rob, you know, little club in the championship, yeah. they'll go down, but. I'm, I don't know why. I don't know if it's the optimist in me or what, but I am fully committed to us finishing 15th. I, re- I really am. I think we will be a bit of a dark horse this season. That will probably come back and bite me in the arse. Um, but I can, see, I can see us really upsetting a few teams. I really, really can. And so I'm going to say 15th, and I think we'll finish above some teams that may even be offended that we finished above them. You know, and I think we will see the return of the teams like Rotherham hashtag. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I miss I miss the teams like Rotherham hashtag. To be fair, they were great. Fifteenth, um, I like it, uh, Lewis. I'm a bit a bit more conservative. I've gone twentieth. Um, I hope it's a comfortable twentieth. It's not like we're down to like <laughs> last last game or anything. Uh, but yeah, I think we're like Danny said. We're definitely well more set up to. Um, to upset a few of the big boys this year, um, and we we like to Kelly and that. Hopefully, we'll be able to take more chances. Um, but yeah, I think we'll be all right. Twentieth, I like it. Uh, Benjamin, I've gone seventeenth. Um, but I, I, I'm sure Nick will probably echo this. But the the quality of the championship, from what I've seen, uh, what it was last year was dross. Was awful. Mm. Uh, it was absolutely awful. And if we had uh, a goal scorer last time we were in the championship, we'd have made playoffs. I say that comfortably, uh, easily, ge- genuinely easily. Easily we'd have made playoffs, maybe fourth, because the te- the, the games that oh, we man. lost were against Dross teams and it was Dross defending. It was one mistake. It was a set piece or something. The championship is not a good division. There are some, is some awful teams in there. Some awful teams. Awful. It, it's, it's an awful league. You know, I look at that Bournemouth and people have gone up. Awful. Absolutely awful. <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather watch uh, Scottish <laughs> League because it's awful. You see it on telly and that. I, I mean, uh, well, you know, and they just throw themselves on the floor and get three kicks and then score for me because that's the end of the game nowadays, isn't it? Uh, might as well get rid of Nets and uh, count three kicks one. I think that's a better way of playing football, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it's an awful league. So I, I think 17th, uh, if that's if we can get some goals back in, obviously. John Morell says he highly recommends Ben's comment. Uh, he says, as a Birmingham fan, John, is the standard of the league is dire. He'll add into that most teams are equally dross. Um, yeah, they are. But we saw last season that they could have relegated six or seven teams from Championship last season. It was a terrible league. And, you know, you know Barnsley Beach has been ter- more terrible than everybody else. Derby, very unlucky with the points deduction. Unlucky is the wrong word, obviously. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do sort of agree. I'm not as strong. I don't think we finished fourth or could have finished fourth. But I get what you're saying. Um, I have gone... I've copied you a bit. I've gone, eight, I've gone 18th. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's for me. Uh, and I've saved Mick for last, and there's a reason I've saved Mick for last. It's because last time in the championship, Mick was <coughs> sick. Uh, and last time in last time in League One, to be fair, you were very close. You said we finished first, we didn't finish first, but you were, I think the closest out of all of us. Um, so Mick, you know, not, so I'm you know, a, not build this up, but go on. I work working on the basis that I hopefully I'm gonna be as far out with my championship prediction as I was last time. I shall go twenty fourth this time then. Why? And that way, if I'm as far out, we're going to be we're going to be six. Yeah, seven, you were one off last time. Oh, you mean championship? Sorry, championship. Um, I, I've got I've put seventeen. That's what that's what yeah. I've gone with. I thought I'd try and be a little bit more realistic. Yeah, um, but like we've already said, and like I, and I echo what Ben's just said there, um, and and what John John in the comments said that the the standard is not great in this division. You know, it's just it's it's we know how to get out of League One, don't we? There's so many teams that know how to stay in the championship. <laughs> yeah, do you, know the do, you know the, do you know the answer? Well, go on, tell me. So you said on floor. 
Then you only have the answer. Well, yeah. I mean, we're, listen, we're going to have all season to talk about stuff like that because we know that that's what that's what we've got to look forward to. So um, we can hopefully I've got some voice left and, uh, and tested negative enough on Saturday to be able to scream it out because uh, I'm quite looking forward to venting some uh, venting some of my anger on Saturday. So uh, yeah, you're right. Seventeen. Fair enough. Uh, in the comments, we have some belters. James Finney says 20th. Hinch says 20th. Kev Johnson says second. Yes. Love the optimism, Kev. It's about time Rusburn. we go to the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rusburn 16th. Uh, 18th, sorry, Sean Green 16th. Madden D says 14th. Yes, I'm not the highest ranked. <laughs> uh, Sean Green says the Sky Bet EFL predictor has him finishing 13th. Um, yeah, yes. it's unsettling that Sky are promoting the Rotherham United agenda. Not really understand that. Mm. Anyway, um, Will Roebuck says, has Ben caught Mikeitis? <laughs> <laughs> Very possible. Very possible. Um, Ian Bradley says he thinks Brackpool, Reading and Hull will go down. Um, Wigan are one that have sort of flopped, flopped under the radar a little bit. Nobody's mentioning Wigan are going to struggle. And they've not signed anybody, I don't think. Or if they've signed anybody, or not of note. They've had a poor transfer window so far. Um, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Huddersfield are going to be dark horses as well. I don't. I suspect to be relegation down there. or for playoffs for for, for relegation. Huddersfield okay. are going to be down there. Well, they just lost O'Brien and um, Tafoe, aren't they? Which yeah, is, uh, and well, yeah, and a, manager. A manager. Mm. Yeah. So, um, and I don't mm. see a great deal of investment going in there that I've seen. Mm. Obviously, I'm not. Massive follower, but the same with Blackpool as well. To be fair, I reckon yeah. Blackpool be a dark horse relegation because you know they lost their their manager to be the assistant at Aston Villa, which is okay, <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah. so yeah, I reckon Blackpool could be a prop up of the division, shall we say? Not not to put them completely in the relegation places, but they'll certainly be the prop up for our survival. I think. Mm. Yeah, we're the Wickham of this this season, aren't we? We're the team that everything's oh they're crap. They're going to go straight back down. Um, when you John Morell, you've got Reading, Blackpool, who he's not convinced of. He's not convinced of Wigan or Sunderland. Sunderland have not done much business. The couple of players they yep. signed are very very young, very young. Yeah, but the only thing about Sunderland is their manager, Alex mm-hmm. Neal, is a very very good manager, uh, and that's the only sticking point. If, but if whether they, he keep... if they sit twentieth at Christmas, uh, is he going to still be there? No, no they'll sack him, won't they? There you go. They'll sack him, so... Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of teams to uh, to put into that mix, uh, which fills me with confidence. Um, anyway, final question. I think we're all going to have the same answer to this, so just shout if you haven't got the, got the same answer. Uh, the final question of our predictions is, will Paul Warren still be the manager of the football club come the final day of the season? Anybody? Did anybody say no? Didn't even write the answer from... Uh... Not bad. That's how I didn't even write the was. question down to answer. No, it. I didn't. That's how stupid it was. No offense, but I, I, I... <laughs> it was an idiot. Like, anyone who says anyone who says no, like he's just an idiot. You've, you've, we've got to know in the comments already, Ben. We've got to know in the I comments just... already. So be very how? careful. How? Yes, yes, from the how? Birmingham fan, Matthew. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's only John and up, isn't it? <laughs> if he's not, then I'm not supporting Robin anymore. I'm genuinely going to question my spot for this club, depending on the reason. Obviously, if he goes and like you know commits a serious crime or something, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm not going to stop. But if he just gets sacked, then I'm going to question my support for the club. The, 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 question, the question is to be impartial. So take yourself out of being a Rotherham United fan, almost. And do you think that Paul will still be there at the end of the season? That's the question. The question is not what do you feel. It's a prediction, right. not what you feel. All right. If, I, if, if it was any other chairman in the Football League, then I don't think he would. But we've actually got a chairman with a brain, so I, I don't. I think he'll still be uh, in the thing. Or we could do what Burnley did, because it worked for them, and what Watford <laughs> did. <laughs> it worked for them, didn't it? Not. Not. Um, uh, we only people we have saying no are John Morell, and we also have Gerrianne Simpson who says if we stay up, she thinks yes. If we go down, she thinks he will resign. Which I think oh, is oh, okay, yeah, that, oh, that I, 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 I sort of agree with. Yeah, 
So the, the, the technicality of the question is, at the final whistle of the final game of the season, will he be manager? If he resigns 10 minutes after kickoff, he's still manager at the end of the season, is, is the ruling. Um, got to have these rules in place, haven't we? Um, uh, John C says, go on, Ben, tell him. It's a stupid question, you can tell him. It's <laughs> the predictions, you can predict these things. I ran out of predictions to put, prediction questions to be honest with you. Um, yeah. So You'd have been better that. off trying to predict what colour boots somebody were wearing. It would have been a far more sensible question. <laughs> Anything could happen. He could resign. He could lose 20 games in a spin. Just a question you to ask. To, you need to understand that our job on this podcast is to ensure that we indoctrinate all Rotherham United supporters with our way of thinking. <laughs> you need to understand. <laughs> I've, made notes, right? I've made notes of what I've got to tell people about the fact that we're lucky to have Tony Stewart. I hope you all understand that and you're all wrong if you don't think we are. Paul Warner's best manager ever in the history of Rotherham United and any football club ever. You're wrong if you don't think he is. You've got to, you've got to build that narrative, mate. Come on, keep up asking questions like that. It doesn't, it doesn't fit, does it? <laughs> oh, we, we need to, the... to push here, Matthew. We need to sell <laughs> some water as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a conversation. <laughs> Inchy says if he would go anywhere as manager, it would be Norwich. If Dean Smith goes, I can't see Dean Smith lasting the season at Norwich. So there will become probably a point in the season where there are questions to be asked of that link. Yeah, but yeah, that's um, not fair because Norwich sack the manager when there's a gust of wind. So that's that's what no, Norwich does, doesn't it? <laughs> Norwich are different. Oh, no. Is it not Norwich? Oh, yeah, I thought. No, I thought I'm positive Norwich sacked their manager. Their three managers last time. They they, they did. They they did what we did with Paul Warren with Daniel Farker. They kept him off for two relegations. Oh, so right. they, I thought they I thought they had him. three managers in the space of a year. Not Watford, Watford. 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 Oh, right. I have yeah. my apologies. <laughs> They're both playing yellow, mate. Yeah, They're playing yellow. And you're wearing yellow. Is that where the confusions come from? I don't know. It might be. It might be. It might be. <laughs> Uh, um, YouTube, you said I thought Mick was poorly. He is, but he still manages a good Mick rant in there, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's the end of our predictions. Is there anything else you want to predict? I'm not going to put it down in our predictions because they're sort of sealed now till the end of May. Uh, Danny, go on. Um, I have another prediction that I'd like to throw into the washing machine for everybody. Go on. Points prediction. How many points do you think we'll get this season? Uh, what do you need for playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this this is my thinking behind it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I reckon we should just shoot for fifty, get fifty, and then yeah. see where it takes us. Because uh, the last five, uh, it was 42, 40, 23. I wonder which season that was. Um, and then we stayed up with 49 and 46 that should have been 49, but we got points deducted for a stupid reason. Um, so I think if we aim for 50, we'll be fine. Mm. But if we completely try and shoot for the stars, we probably could get as high as 62, which would put us roughly 14th if we were to get 62, if you were to put us in uh, last season's championship. Um, so... I think between 50 and 60 uh, we'll get this season. Okay. Uh, well, so is there 50 and 60, you're saying? Okay. You've got to pick a number. Well, well points is a lot, <laughs> a lot harder to predict, though, isn't it? Should, should we make it to a margin of five that you can pick between? Okay. All right, I'll go, I'll go for between 55 and 60, then. Okay. Uh let me get my categories back up so I can put this back in because I think this is not a bad one. This is another good, another good tie break if we need one. Uh, total points, what did you say, Danny? 50, 55, 60. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lewis, you're next up on my list. What do you reckon total points? Uh, I'll go 53. Oh. Fine. Mm, Benjamin, you're next. Uh... This is a stupid question at all. No, but I got 54 to 59. That range. Quite specific, unnecessarily. Okay. Mick? Uh, I can't stop coughing. 61. I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Score the same, same as number of goals we score. Uh, it just makes it easier to say never to think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'll go middle in as well, so I'll say 55. 
Um, I think that's suitable. Um, right. What we've got in comments, we have Carvey Kellett is 51. Jeremy Finster, we should should try and get an average of a point a game, which 46 should just about keep. So obviously 50 is the obviously magic number. Uh, John C. hedging his bets by saying that in between a 0 and 100. Probably going to be right on that one. Unless we get yeah. some good administration after the season. Um, Power Med UK is 57 to 62. James Finney says 46 to 51. Yeah. I, I would take all of those, to be honest with you. Other than the zero, uh, John says, I would take most of those. Um, yeah, so there we go. So just to sort of let you know what's happening over the next couple of episodes, we will be back on Thursday with our first pre-season pre-season? First pre-match episode of the season. The Scouting Report will return as we have a chap from Swansea coming to tell us all about Swansea. Uh, and we'll do the ref watch and all that type of nonsense. The referees are out, Mick. If you're interested, I'll not spoil it for you just yet. Um, but you will enjoy how <laughs> you will enjoy who we have. Uh, uh, it's Gavin Ward, isn't it? It's not Gavin Ward, but there's, there is some beautiful football in symmetry with the referee oh. that we've got on Saturday. Not Trevor Kettle, thankfully. No, yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I know exactly who it is. I don't think you do. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll talk about sure. on Thursday. Um, and we'll be doing the live instant. Well, it won't be live. We'll do instant. We'll do an instant reaction at the ground. We'll be recording some instant reaction at the ground. That'll be on YouTube straight after the game. So Saturday evening, uh, after all home games, that will be put out. Uh, is there anything else I'm missing that we're bringing up new this season? That I've missed. Danny, you'll be doing a vlog still, won't you? Yep. Um, I'll try and do a vlog tomorrow at the England game because it'll be my mm. first semi final, inter- international semi final. I've actually been able to watch not in the house because the last one I had COVID, so I had to sit in the front room <laughs> and watch us completely finesse Denmark. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll try and do like a testing vlog for that one, get my eye back in and all that. But I think the one thing we can all agree on after listening to Paul Warren on Radio Sheffield and on the Moment of Truth podcast, we'd all run through brick walls for him, wouldn't we? And if we'd run yes. through brick walls for him, imagine what the squad will do. We will be fine this season. Mm. Just I, I think it, Go on. in the interest of balance, Danny, not everybody would run through a brick wall for him, but most of us would. Well, people with sense would. In the interest of balance, I think it's important. Yeah, people that wouldn't don't know what a brick wall is. <laughs> that's, a pro- that's a proper oxymoron, that. People with sense would run through a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, we should mention the promoter truth. The last next five episodes that were out on Thursday, which we missed with, in terms of when we recorded. Um, how much did we all enjoy the Portsmouth episode? Oh. <laughs> in hindsight, when you can enjoy it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, we, if, we, if it wouldn't have gone up, I think it'd have been very, very tough to listen to. Yeah. Uh, the fa- my favorite bit is when Paul One leaves the room and you can just see Richie Barker going at him, absolutely <laughs> going at him. <laughs> Uh, my my one comment on that will be that me and Richie have got a very similar vocabulary when it comes to <laughs> football because I was saying the exact same things but in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just brilliant. Final five are out this Thursday, um, and we'll try and get Cy Clancy on again after once uh, once once we've listened to them all. Once everybody's had a chance to listen to them all, we will get him back on and get his sort of final thoughts on the, on the final five. I'm really looking forward to the. To those last five episodes, that Jingham episode is going to be epic, isn't it? With mm. that, it's going to be amazing. Mm. Um, already looking forward to that. Uh, anything else, boys? We've gone plenty of time, uh, but is there anything else we need to cover? Talk about any of those stupid questions we want to ask Ben? <laughs> no, not for what? me. What is this? No, 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 no. Cool. Danny, anything? Um, all I'll say is uh, thank you for listening to the Happy Clappers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we should get some t-shirts made up. I've seen a, a, a Barnsley fan that's going on a podcast and they've got a Happy Clappers t-shirt. We should get t-shirts made up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you all for paying attention to this episode, if you still are. Um, we will be back on Thursday, as I've already mentioned, for the normal pre-episode, pre game episode. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already, because that's where the instant reaction will go uh, on there, which will be Saturday evening. 
Um, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. If you listen to audio, make sure you go to the five star rating, wherever is applicable. Um, yeah, Lewis, it's been hard to have you on very often, so it's a pleasure to speak to you today. Mate. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on again, chaps. <laughs> Danny, it's always a pleasure, mate. Thank you very much. Yep, always a pleasure. Let's get ready to rumble this season. Oh, yes. Uh, Mick, I hope your COVID symptoms subside for Saturday. Is it better, Joe? I've got to be testing negative before Saturday, haven't I? Not legally, that but would yeah. be bad news. That would be pretty bad, yeah. Um, and Ben, cheer up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben, you've got, you've got a thank you to send out. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, a thank you to uh, Grace Kelly for uh, my Georgia Kelly photo and a card for my birthday. So thank you. Thank you. I haven't got it up yet. Uh, but I will do. Not, not to brag or anything, but I won a Thank full you. set on the raffle at the charity game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Funny enough, my mum won the full set and we're there ready to announce it on the um, on the little PA system we had. And I read the card and it's like, why does it just say dog on it? I haven't put um, a thing in. <laughs> so I read the ticket and my mother sat behind me and just goes, oh, it's me. It's like, oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to take them to work and get them signed. <laughs> you will. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, thank you, everybody. We will see you on Thursday or Friday, depending on when you listen. Thank you very much. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.